Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And today, Hollow Cult, we have some very special guests with us that have came on the show to chat. We have Trina and Laura from Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilries. How are you Hi. all? <laughs> Hello. Hey. It's great to have you guys with us. Thanks for taking the time to come and chat. Um, of course. So to start off, just... Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourselves and a little bit about your show, where everybody can find you, what you guys are all about. Trina, you want to do that? So we're basically five nerds that started out as um, social media managers, administrators for another podcast, the Kryptonaut podcast, those guys. And I mean, I'm pretty proud of what we did there because we built this really amazing community and full of these people, like a lot of people. And it turns out they kind of wanted to hear us talk and we came up with a side project. Let's start this thing. Let's see, you know, the five of us and people liked it and it took off and we kind of cheated a little because we built the community first. So it's like we built the fans before we started the podcast, but it's, it's worked out for us. Um, 
Laura, you can go ahead. I've been, I'm going to start squirreling. So I'll let you uh, take the <laughs> yeah, other half so, of what we do and where we are. Yeah. So we were admins for Facebook, the Facebook group. And then because we were admins, we were just talking every day and we became good friends. And then, like she said, we had such a great community in that group that we started our own and we're like, Hey, let's make our own podcast. And so we basically have what, five or six segments that we do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Six. I don't know. So there's five of us. I'm in Illinois. Trina's in Florida. Tanya and Rick are in Tennessee and Walter is in New Jersey. Um, So it's very hard because all of us have families and lives and work and it's hard for us to kind of all get together. We've done roundtables before where it's all of us and we talk about a topic, but now we've been doing more segments. So we do interviews. Trina does uh, witchy tips. We have weird news where we read, you know, weird headlines and spooky skeptics where we have guests come on and talk about, you know, a certain case in the paranormal or cryptid field. And then we have movie reviews. So there's all of us doing all these different segments. So you'll hear all of us just not at the same time, you know, in the same segment. So that's what we're doing. And we cover um, just everything that's weird and paranormal and cryptid related. We kind of became the pod about the podcasting community. Most of our interviews are people from the podcasting community or people that are hardcore podcasting fans. And one of the things we like to find out, and one of this is something I really enjoy, is the event that got them into the paranormal. What happened to you? Tell Mm -hmm. us, because there's so many things out there. And when you feel like nobody believes you, it's nice to have a platform where you can tell your story and we're not going to judge you. We're not going to tell you you're crazy or possessed by Satan or, you know, Hey, listen, I got that last week on my podcast page. We were, we're all being duped by Satan because I'm a practicing (laughs) witch. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, so we interview anyone that's in the community, whether they're Mm -hmm. an artist and they make things or, you know, they're an illustrator or again, like they have a podcast, they are a filmmaker um, we have a lot of creators in our group of yeah. all different media, all media forms. Yeah. So yeah. that's mostly, I mean, and we've interviewed people that are just our friends that have had weird experiences. So that is awesome. Kind of yeah. a div- so divide and conquer thing. That was like literally, it. literally the phrase I was going to use was divide and conquer. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I was going to say it makes it so not one of us has to constantly be going hardcore, constantly recording, constantly doing content this way. If we all just do a couple things a month, we're still banking a couple months worth of content at a time, you know, and Tanya works very, very hard to be, she's our sound editor and she does all of that for us. And she, she works very, very hard at that. So it's, it's, it's cool though, the way we do it and we hop and skip and jump around on each other's episodes. Like I pop in on creeps with peeps a lot. Um, I, once in a while I can give mince Laura to do skeptics with me, but I have to really, <laughs> really bugger to do it. I don't think I've <laughs> but, been on one yet. Yeah. 
you were on one, I think. Mm-mm. You did one of the I ones with done. me and Cole, didn't you? Or was that just an no. interview with Cole? No, it's just an interview. Okay. So I have a researcher. If I say he's got one of the best up and coming minds in cryptozoology ever, Cole Harold. He, he's also a writer for the New Explorers Club. He's been all, on all kinds of pods. He guest hosts on my skeptics uh, segment all the time. And his brain is like a Rolodex. So, I, you know, that's it's it's fun and we can conquer again divide and conquer i can throw out the classic cases that people like to listen to and then laura gets all the down and dirty details about y'all and what y'all are doing and mm-hmm. it's, it's i think it's, it's fun. a yeah it's fun and it's, it's very lighthearted concept. so oh yeah very lighthearted Always i like it i was gonna say i have to give you guys kudos for having five people and being able to uh, get together and manage a show because I mean, me and Kyle live 15 minutes away and we're still like <laughs> struggling for time to get yeah. in. And so, definitely props to that for sure. The roundtables are hard, you know, they're it's hard to get all five of us available at one time. Um, you know, and, and especially I, we all over talk each other. Oh, yeah, too. like that's very hard. <laughs> yeah. So, awful. do we. <laughs> I feel um, like I've gotten better about it, but I know I probably really haven't. But I always have something I want to say, you know, <laughs> which is part of what makes me a podcaster, a good podcaster. You know, I've always got opinions. <laughs> you got to be able to talk. That's what yeah, it's all about. Right. So right. what what got you interested in the path of the paranormal? Very curious. Who do you want? Who wants to go first? Trina or do you want me to go? Um, either, either, whoever, whoever's feeling it. So I have not had any personal experiences whatsoever. Um, and I think that's what makes me more of a skeptic because nothing's happened. And I've, you know, I've played with Ouija boards and I've gone ghost hunting and I've done overnight investigations and nothing has happened. I'm always looking in the sky, like I'm open-minded and nothing, nothing, I swear to God. Um, but growing up, um, I grew up in Texas and, um, my mom would always tell me about, she had a cryptid sighting of a large pterosaur. Um, so I grew up with that story. I grew up with my mom telling me about Yalorona and, you know, she's like a vengeful, um, ghost who said to like roam the waterfronts mourning her children that she drowned um and that was like my boogeyman growing up like I was scared that kept me in line like I did not go out after dark I was like such a good girl because I thought this ghost was going to come and get me um so that scared the hell out of me (laughs) um but then also my grandfather which was my mom's dad Um, he was, which I just found out earlier this year, um, a Mexican witch doctor and, um, he had seen La Lechuza, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. No, no, no. Um, she is a witch, an old witch who sold her soul to the devil. Um, so in exchange, she transforms into like a large owl and she preys on people and kills them. So apparently my 
grandfather has used his gift to um, basically get these Lalachuses away from my family. There have been like, my uncle has had, he had four on his house or around his house. This was like 1970s. Um, and my grandfather, you know, did something and got them all away. My mom said she saw one outside of our house in the middle of our night, you know, of the night. Um, and my grandfather was speaking in Mexican, like, what do you want? What are you doing here? And she freaked out. Um, but let's see what else. He also caught a mermaid, supposedly, awesome. um, in the early 1900s <laughs> off of the Gulf of Mexico. Um, it was him and my great grandfather. They were um, fishing and again, early 1900s. They're out in the middle of nowhere. They get something on their line. They pull it up and it's about two or three feet. It's the head of a woman. Her hair is all covering her face. It's hissing and it has the body of a fish. And it was red, brown, green, and yellow, like all mixed together. And my grandfather and my great-grandfather freaked out they said a prayer, cut the line, and that was it. So I grew up with all these stories. So naturally, that's what got me into it. But again, nothing has happened to me. And I'm like, is it skipping a generation or something or what? Because it's not fair. Do you think uh, you might have some I, like... I have a theory about that one. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think you have like some subtle... You're experiencing subtle paranormal stuff that you're just kind of writing off? Probably like, like you're, you're not out seeing pterosaurs or catching mermaids. You're right. Like, ah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I can't. There's nothing. There's nothing. I can't <laughs> think of anything. <laughs> I was going to add that that's that's how we we met you, but kind of didn't meet you. Yeah. Was at the Van Meter Visitor uh, Fest. You mm -hmm. did a little little segment on your uh, pterosaur, did a little speech. and I did. Yeah. So awesome. in 1976, my mom was driving with her sister-in-law and her sister-in-law's two friends they were in a volkswagen convertible beetle and they're driving down this country road in texas it's almost uh sunset and they look overhead they're just listening to music and driving and all of a sudden they see this pterosaur just fly right over them and just glide into the tree lines so yeah that's she said she didn't hear anything because it just happened so fast and the music was blasting like they just weren't, you know, it's not something you expect. And I always thought like, mom, what did you really see? Like, because people were like, oh, you know, it's probably just an eagle. It was a heron. And when I was like probably eight or nine, I got a book called Mysteries and Monsters. And 1976 in Texas, in that same area, there's reports of people seeing the same thing. And I was like, wow, she's really not crazy. Like she did. <laughs> see something you know so that that's what sparked my interest that is awesome. we have a friend here locally that also swears that he saw one when they were out road tripping just acting like goofy teenagers one night he swears yeah. that he saw a pterodactyl it's more common than you would think like <laughs> i think every state there's been reports you know and even up to like you know this past year people see them like all the time yeah, you've you've unlocked a monster in me because every time I get a report, I just share it to your guys' Facebook page. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, another one. We appreciate that. Our co-host Walter thinks it's time slips when you see stuff like that. Oh, I like that. 
I like that yeah. theory. He's big on the time slip. I would That's say he is thing. very big yeah. on time slip. He loves his he loves himself a good time slip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am the same way. Time slips, time slips. Yeah. So uh Trina, what what got you into the paranormal? So mine has been pretty much a lifelong story. I was born being one of those people who does see and hears ghosts. Um it's been a long road for me to figure out exactly what it is I do. And you have to realize I went through the satanic panic. So I did spend a quite a little bit of time thinking that um, I was possessed by a demon or a devil. And I know I've talked to you gentlemen about this before where I don't assign religion to that kind of stuff. And that's probably why, but I also had a very traumatic experience as a child, very, very young child. And um the things that I saw, people would say they were my imaginary friends or whatnot, but they were always validated later that it was, you know, somebody who died or this and that. And you only got to predict one family member's death before you got superstitious grandmas trying to, you know, put the cross on your forehead. Um, I've been many things. I was a stay-at-home mom for a lot of years, but even during that time, I was a practicing witch. Now, I don't follow it. It's not Wicca. I'm a, a, I follow the practice, not the religion. I am, I, I have a, a very solid beliefs on that. So um, I believe that witchcraft is a self-empowerment tool and a way to get in, into a way to control your own reality. As a younger Trina, I did a lot more ghost hunts. I cleansed houses. I did. I was part of an investigative team for a while. Um, I'm also a tarot card reader, but I don't do that professionally and never have. I I won't monetize anything like that. If somebody wants help, I'm always available. And that happens quite often. As Laura knows, I, I get requests all the time for readings from people and advice or yeah, just she'll do episodes of just readings for people. So I, yeah, but my list got so overwhelming that it actually got too overwhelming for me because I actually opened myself up in doing it's exhausting. You know, so I remember one night I powered out 10 readings and I'm like, I can't do this, man. I'm killing myself. You know, I'm, it's like a muscle. You need to use it. And I don't, I, I use it enough, but I also, because I live a very haunted life. Um, I have a haunted doll that's been in my family for three generations. The ability that I have is shared by family members. It was shared by my aunt. It was shared by my grandma. My one daughter has it the middle daughter, and I can kind of see it in one of my grandchildren. We all have the very same, these strange quirks and personality traits, but the same people that have these strange quirks also have a psychic ability. I can channel, but I don't like to. Um, I don't like letting other things into my personal space. Um, so that's, but I can do it. Um, it's, you know, it took doing this pod, though, for me to fully come out of the witch closet and the paranormal closet. Again, my family was very Catholic, very Republican. I was taught, you know, I was a school teacher for several years. I was, you know, I was still always me and just, you know, quirky, but I didn't start until about maybe 10 years ago. Really being open 
about what I believe, what I do, um, what I see. Um, I reach out to people. If I wake up with somebody heavy on my mind, that's what I call it. It's I, I, There's no other way to explain it. If I wake up and somebody is heavy on my mind, I reach out to that person. And 10 out of 10 times that, you know, that that person is like, oh my God, how did you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's because I'm psychic, but who fucking knows? I don't know. <laughs> we'll just take a gash, you know? <laughs> but I mean, it's also a curse in a way. I had a fiance seven years ago. I woke up one morning straight up out of bed. I, I have the messages. I don't look at them anymore, but I'm like, babe, be careful. All right. I don't know what's not wrong, but you're heavy on my mind. He knew what that meant. And while he fully supported and believed me, he blew it off. And he said, well, it's probably just this and that. Don't worry, babe, go back to bed. I heard him go by my place that morning. You rode a bike. I heard him rev. It's he used to like to mess with the dog. If he rode by and he revved his, his pipes out, you know, on his bike, the dog would just go insane because she knew dad was out there. And, you know, I even sent him a message. God damn it. I was sleeping, you know, come on. And then we got in a little tiff that afternoon and he called me that night before he left work. And again, he was heavy on my mind, but I was so mad at him. I, I just looked at him I'm like, I will call you later. Well, he was hit by a drunk driver and killed maybe no, an hour no. later, you know? And so there's times and it's happened with other people and, you know, it, it's not fun. And I wish sometimes that that part of it wasn't a thing. I know when something bad's coming, I won't do my own cards unless it's got to be something I got to have a real... I got to be like really flipping concerned for me to do my own cards. I won't do them because I get enough of that. I get enough of, oh my God, turn right here. And if I, if I don't something, I know it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain how I hear it. As Laura knows, I hear a lot of things in snippets of song. Um, there's, Although I'm, I laugh at her when she says she's completely blocked off because let me tell you, gentlemen, I know you guys see on my group, we do those affirmicals, you know, five, five days a week, Monday, she pulls a card, I pull a card and I do the reading and it's usually whatever blurb, that song blurb that's at the top of it is whatever I heard when I look at those cards. There's been a couple of times now though, where her and I have heard the same song. Yeah. Like today, right. this morning I was joking because I'm like, I pulled the hermit card and I start going all by myself. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, I was just singing that yesterday. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> and our cards always sync up. We don't, you know, she pulls first or I pull first. It doesn't matter. They always match. They're always color coordinated and yeah. they're not made to be that way. I, I pick a different deck almost every day to pull my card from. You know, I, yeah. I have my one walk on the wild side deck that I love so, so much. So that's usually the one I pull from, but I have three other decks that so I'll just randomly pull, you know, and they always match. They always sync up. Um, again, I do the reading part of it, but it wouldn't be what it is without her influence and her energy her energy comes through those cards whether she sees it or not i joke all the time because she does my witchy tip segments with me every single one she's been on mm -hmm. and pretty much i think and so i joke all the time that she's my little witch in training and she just doesn't even know it <laughs> <laughs> you know and i also believe because you were so terrified by the was it la la chusa is mm -hmm. that what it's called the witch yeah 
as a child that I think oh, you Lally. put up blocks. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want to. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think you put up blocks. And I think that things that you know are off, your brain automatically goes, nope, nope. And it's this. And boom, mm-hmm. that's it. I think things happen to you. I know they do. And I think you just go, mm-mm, <laughs> and turn sideways and walk away. That's what I believe. And I joke all the time because Laura and I are exact opposites, personality-wise, trait-wise. Yeah. And but it works so well together. I couldn't do this without her. She keeps my squirrel brain on a leash and not many people (laughs) can do that. (laughs) That is awesome. That is awesome. I I liked hearing about the the ephemeral thing that you guys do, because like I'm I'm fairly new to the group and to the page. Mm -hmm. So I'd always see it and I'd see the music lyrics and stuff. And I would Mm -hmm. never really put it together until you just. Let me That's know. Yeah, I, I pull an affirmation card and then we do it Monday through Friday and then she pulls a tarot card and then, yeah, she does the reading and we do that. Yeah. Monday through Friday. So and awesome. usually it's the fun. Song and a lot of people like that. Through, yeah, I'm sorry. I did it. Again. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you, the song blurb is whatever song blips through my head when I pull those two cards up together and look at them. Like today, it was a song from Santa Monica, you know, from Everclear. And I mean, to be fair, I was married to a musician for a very long fucking time. So there's a lot of music going up in this, this frame, but music is a big, I'm not a big TV watcher. I read and I um, listen to music. So music is a huge part of my life. So when I hear things, a lot of times there's a song, like I know when my grandma's around because I hear a song, it'll be random. I'll be walking down the road and I'll hear every little thing gonna be uh that's my grandma every single time i know it is and because i can she has a certain energy and i can feel it and but i think that's easier for me because i have had bad experiences and i have put up certain blocks and the music to me is safe and plus when i see the cosmos when i'm dreaming or, or astrally walking and or lucid dreaming to me it's a tapestry of music and sound and light it's not shapes it's music sound light and energy it's I don't even know how to explain it like it's like if you're looking out the window of a spaceship but those stars are also playing music you know, that's the closest I can come to describe what it's like when I'm lucid dreaming or astrally walking, which was very hard to learn, by the way. But that's also that's this has been my last the last five years of my life have been dedicated to finding out who I really am, what I can really do with this power that I've always had to control my own reality. I've one of those people when I say I want something, I get it randomly, weirdly. It'll just fall out of the sky, basically, because I want it. And I've put my intentions out there and I'm not a malicious person. I'm not out here to screw anyone. I'm not out here putting bad energy into this world, you know, and what you put out is what you get back. And let me tell you, spirit knows if you're being nice just to put nice shit in the thinking you're going to get something (laughs) for it. That don't work either. That's not a loophole. So that's what got me started. It's been my whole <laughs> life. I, I don't know if anything ever got me started in it because it's always been my life from the moment that I started talking to my mama at two years old. You know, it's always been my life. The dead, the spirits, 
the people who have moved on have always been a part of my life. You know, that's, it's just, and I think that's why I like UFOs and cryptids so much because I don't know anything about that. Like I've got all kinds of theories on religion and witchcraft and this and that and this, because I've lived it. I've never seen a UFO. I've never seen a cryptid. My dad's got a kick-ass UFO story and I'm so jealous, but never seen anything like that. And that's what, like, I watch that sky 24 seven, my friends. (laughs) I'm like, come on. (laughs) I know you're up there, bitches. Just show yourself once. (laughs) Be careful what you ask for. No, I don't want to meet an alien. I want to see it from far, far, far away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because... I have that's the one thing I've learned in this world is that no matter how big you are, how small you are, if you knock on the right door, something will answer eventually. Mm -hmm. Something's going to answer. Right. And I'm very, again, I don't want to actually meet aliens. I don't want to be abducted. I don't want nothing to do with none of that (laughs) in any historical context. The, more primitive of two societies does not fare well in those meetups and (laughs) let's be real bitches we are the naked primitives to these guys oh yeah right so yeah no i don't want to be your science experiment i just want to see you from my backyard and then i'm gonna run like hell right (laughs) i can second that (laughs) yeah i i'm i'm with you in the context that laura most likely has had paranormal things happen i I want you guys to take her to cemetery x i do i want i'm ready let's do it you guys have talked (laughs) about meeting up that's what i want you guys to get her a damn experience that she can't poo poo away (laughs) yeah it's all on you guys now that's what i was gonna say is that a lot of times no pressure (laughs) right (laughs) like even even steve's done it i've heard steve do it i do it like you have these unexplained things happen and then your rational mind instantly kicks in. There's right. that, there's that theoretical side of you, that, that ambitious side, the, the curious side that's like, well, what, what if it was this, what if it was that? And then your logic will start taking over and you're like, no, but it was, it was probably this, like logically this makes the most sense, you know, and this, yeah. and then you explain it away and then you, you can sleep better at night. I'm notorious night- for it. Like weird <laughs> shit will happen. I'm like, nah. Yeah. And it's it's hard to it's hard to find that balance because you and then the, when you do seriously consider it, you start to feel like, which is amazing in the in the this community. It's it's mind boggling. Like I can have an experience and I will go to tell it to Steve or to you guys or whomever, and I start to to feel like I'm insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. but, but on the other side of the coin, you guys could tell me a story and I'm, I'm, I'm drawn, I'm fascinated. I'm like, that's amazing. That's amazing. Right. Like I, I fully believe you I have, I have no qualms about this at all whatsoever, but it's just so weird when you, exactly. when it's self-reflection, you, you're like, nope, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so <laughs> bizarre. I'll tell you though, every time I start to doubt myself or I get imposter syndrome, something smacks me in the face (laughs) and goes to where I can't deny it and go, okay, all right, Trina, you know, you know, because I'm not going to lie. There's been times in my life, I think, where I would have been preferred to have actually been crazy and not living through what I lived through. You know, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but 
you know, maybe being in a psych ward and popping meds and all of that <laughs> would have been a little easier. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that I one, that one, it that wouldn't one have fixed nothing because even with meds, that those things that I see are real, they're not going to go away. Well, yeah. And, and, and I, it's, every, you know, it's, it's been a long, hard road, but not only that, but I, look, at, look know, at who you are I get today. It now. You know, look at exactly. who you are today. If if you didn't have those experiences, you might not be the same person. Oh, for sure. You know, I look at every past trauma as you know what that's what built me, and I mm -hmm. like who I am now. Yeah. For the first time, probably ever in my life, I like who I am. I like the life I've built. I like my ghosts. I like my haunted doll. I mean, he slagged a couple of my TVs, but I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It was a learning curve. He didn't want to be here either. You know, I didn't want to inherit him, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> yeah, he talks to my daughter more than he talks to me, though, so it's cool. We we know what it's like to have haunted doll. So yeah, <laughs> if, if you want to share that story with our listeners, I'm sure they will be interested in it since we have our own third member of the hollow sky podcast so i have johnny here hold on one moment and i'll actually go get him and we'll put him up on the screen okay. give me one moment awesome. okay awesome <laughs> so what's the weirdest paranormal experience that you guys have encountered on your show Gosh, we've had a bunch of listener stories. I wish we would get more. I don't know how you guys get so many people calling in. Um, Me <laughs> it's crazy. Um, gosh, uh, let me think about this. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're all pretty good. I mean, We've had a lot of mostly ghost ghost stories. There hasn't been that I can think of any like cryptids, cryptid sightings or anything. Um, but yeah, it's just mostly ghosts. You know, people have seen ghosts or felt something or. Alrighty. Trina, do you know what's the like listener stories? What's like the craziest one you can think of? All I can think of is like ghost. No. Well, Okay, listener stories, I don't know, but like the, uh, the creepiest one I did hardcore was Corey Allen Lewis's story about being hunted in the woods at his house mm. by the Will-O-Wisp. Y'all got to check right. that episode out. I think it's a Creeps with Peeps. It's with Corey Allen Lewis. He did our intro and outro music. Yeah. Awesome. And he literally saw, it had, it, there's no other explanation for what he saw other than a Will-O-Wisp and was hunted and was drawn to it. And he's a scientist. Like the whole right. episode, that story I had dreams about. And that's the story that made me say, I'm, I'm doing a Will-O-Wisp episode on Cole's actually researching right now mm. on Faye and Will-O-Wisps for skeptics. I just I had guess this, have to you check know. It out. one of the ones that was just recent, it was just aired was um, my friend, Josh Hughes, and he does Waukesha, Wisconsin ghost tours. Mm -hmm. um ghost walks i think it's called and um he was in the kettle moraine up in wisconsin hunting um and he saw like a brown mass like coming towards him um you know in the forest and he said what it looked like this 
Bigfoot. He said it was bigger than a deer and it was like a, just a big mass. Um, it looked like it was wearing neon green underwear. <laughs> like, like this Bigfoot grabbed a construction vest and like tied it around his waist. <laughs> High visibility, he doesn't want to be shot accidentally. <laughs> you know? Gotta I mean, the that's probably the craziest. Friends. <laughs> that's probably the craziest story. Now that that's I think awesome. About it. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's probably the craziest. When we was on your guys' show, didn't you ask us the same question? Was it, yeah. was it you guys that, yeah. Probably. Uh, I actually, yeah. and I, I told you guys about uh, the nearby UFO encounter where the dude saw an alien in his driveway. Yeah, yes, well, he yes. did tell us about right. that. I actually, ironically enough, got to meet his wife the other day. Oh, really? Yes. I, I don't even a, know this. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> told you. <laughs> like, like, what? I, I was in the gas station one morning and she just goes, Kyle. And I'm like, uh, hey. <laughs> and she's like, you remember me? I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry, I don't. And uh, she's like, I'm the one with the experiences. And I'm like, we have to be a little more specific. Right. <laughs> it's kind of what we do. You know? Yeah. And she, right. she began to, to tell me about it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I did not realize, like, talk wow. about bizarre. You know, I'm just in here picking yeah. up donuts with the kids and, and I get to meet <laughs> you. This is crazy. Wow. It's pretty bizarre. What do your kids think about, about it all? Say what? What do your kids think about it all? My kids? Uh, mm -hmm the the boy is getting to the age where it's starting to creep him out a little bit but my right. daughter who's two like me and her the past like two weeks uh i've been working on replacing our old intro with the new intro and so i lay in bed with my laptop work on that and me and her watch x-files together Aww, she'll just, she'll just lay there awesome. right next to me and just watch x-files she's like <laughs> i, I want to watch the aliens dad and i'm like all right we can do that <laughs> Aww. so it's 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 cool my son jake he's three and he's all about krampus right now he's like is krampus gonna come and i was like well have you been bad and you know and he's just like no i'm like well then you know you won't see him but he's just like but i want to see krampus and i was like oh i'm sorry <laughs> he's <laughs> like well it can year. be you know, yeah. I, know. Bring krampus, I can be yeah uh my uh my two boys my oldest boy he's 16 he used to be into it heavy. He has his own Bigfoot sighting when we when he was young, and uh, he was kind of all about it. But now he's got older. He's got girls on the brain, got his own driver's license and mm -hmm. stuff. So the the weird is kind of taking a back seat. But my youngest boy, he's the one that had all of the encounters that we had talked about. Yeah. Now he is diving in like heavy. He's sending me like YouTube videos and TikToks <laughs> about UFOs and ghosts and aliens and bigfoot and just constantly all about it so mm -hmm. me and kyle joke that my my youngest son and his boy are going to be the the heirs to the hollow sky throne nice. someday always chasing might be weird. might because whenever gage was little you can remember steve he would he'd grab a little pop-up led lantern and he'd start <laughs> he'd be trying to go outside in the middle of the night to go bigfoot hunting <laughs> yeah so. and logan my son he's eight he he is so excited to bring home any school book from the library that he gets. And it's like Bermuda Triangle and, yeah. you know, all the weird stuff like Bigfoot. And I'm like, yes, like this is the age I was getting That's into it, too. Awesome. So, that is yeah, awesome. that is awesome. Oh, look, Trina has her creepy doll. I do oh. have a creepy doll. I have Johnny. 
He was first owned by my grandmother, and then he went to my aunt, who, as you know, was my bonus mom. She had a big hand in the raising of me. My biological mom died um, New Year's Eve 50 years ago now. And um, then when my aunt passed this past year, he came to me. I actually took him before that because every time for a long time, we had seen us living with her before we brought her into my sister's house. And then we took care of her until she passed. Um, I would walk in because I would go every day. I usually cooked her meals and took them over. Um, and the Cenas would have him wrapped up in towels. And I could hear him when I walked in the house, like he didn't like it. And the one time, and this is one of my favorite Johnny stories, actually, I was unwrapping them and I put him like, I was just holding him and like trying to find a new, put it, find, get his chair all set for him. Cause they like had him under a pot. He freaked out every nurse that came into the house <laughs> and they would tell us we, we don't like him. <laughs> what are you going to do? I told him he's just a little brat, but my, all of a sudden my phone buzzes and it's one of my friends and she's what I call a sensitive. And she's like, Hey, are you okay? I just got a tingle and you plat pass through my, my mind. And here I am holding Johnny. I'm like, I've got a pissed off haunted doll in my hands right now, <laughs> but I'm all right. <laughs> and it just made me laugh because like, he was so angry about being covered in them towels that she felt it when I picked them up, you know? And I've can you, seen, can I see him? Can you show him to the camera more? So he's this is Johnny. So I've had him almost a year Weird. now. When he's upset, he speaks to my daughter. She'll come in my room and be like, What do you do? I moved him to where he couldn't see the TV. And he was up on top of a shelf facing the opposite way. My daughter just bursts into my room and she's 25. And she's like, What are you doing to Johnny? He won't shut up. He's in her ear going, Marley. Hey, Marley, Marley. Hey, Marley. And once I moved him back, then she went to sleep and he didn't bother her again. Um, I did discover he doesn't like true crime and he really loves Scooby-Doo. I had it on Scooby-Doo and I changed it to like forensic files or something like that to sleep too. Cause that guy's got a voice like butter. Let's be real. And he does. I fall asleep. You know, Karen was mm -hmm. dismembered. I'm snoring five minutes later. <laughs> yeah. and, same, same. But my TV literally just went <laughs> the minute I changed it and I could never get it to work again. Hey, hollow cult. The weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots. And their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin 
Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So the next time I, I go, I buy a new TV and I've got Scooby-Doo on again. I go to change it and it starts fuzzing. And I'm like, no, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> so I did find Shrek. He, he likes Shrek. But if I put it on something he doesn't like, my, my volume will go all the way up and then all the way down. And then so all the way is, up. Is Johnny a little so boy? I, he's like, got you know his, his little age? ways of letting me know. And these are brand new TVs, so and they're all doing the same thing. I'm not. Um, if my grandma had them, I mean, we tried to figure it out the one time. We think 50, 60 years old. Okay. Because it went from my grandma to her daughter to me, and it'll go to my middle daughter. He'll go to my middle daughter. Um, and we consider him a family guardian. Mm-hmm. Nobody in our family is scared of him. I had another doll here that I was getting bad juju from. And all I did was, Hey, Johnny, can you keep that bitch in check? And I haven't had no bad juju from her (laughs) since. Well, I got rid of her since then. I was ready to salt and box her though. I'll tell you. And, um, you know, there's just different things. Again, though, this is the life I lead. I'm used to things flying through the air. I'm used to shadows. I'm used to the stuff that happens in my house and people, who are skeptical. It's all good for me. I don't need their validation because what happens is they come stay with me for a week or two. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh yeah, I get it. You know? Um, and I do because I, I've done investigations for so long that I always try to find a mundane reason first. Like the first time my TV slagged, I wrote it off to an old TV. All right. But the second time it started happening, and then the third time, and then the fourth time, and only when I'm changing it from 
certain shows to certain shows. We've since worked out. It was a learning curve. He was with my aunt for a long time. My aunt, straight till the day she died, was a shiny, shiny ball of love, complete strangers. And people say this when people die. And let me tell you, I truly believe that douchebag in life, douchebag of death. I have family members. I wouldn't say that about that are gone. Sorry. I know what spirits are like. And the ones that are trapped behind are usually douchebags because they're holding on to something that they shouldn't be holding on to. They're not passing through. And anywho, another topic, but he was mad. He was mad that he had to leave the house. He was mad that he had to leave his home. And the energy I got was like a three-year-old tantrum kind of energy. We've worked it out. Oh, and you know, it's, it is what it is. And I can tell when he's upset, but that happens very little now. He, he usually will go to my daughter when like we've discovered he likes to, you know, face the window or he turned his head the other day. Like I was looking at him. He was facing this way. I come back in my room. His head was facing the other way. So I moved his little rocking chair and to, you know, straightened his head and moved his little rocking chair. So he was facing that way, <laughs> you know, like there's nobody else in my house. My cat isn't going to come up and move a whole doll head. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, my daughter was at work. There's, you know, there's no mundane explanation for his head doing that. Cause that's what I walked back into my room to when I left, it was this, you know, when I came back, it was this another mm -hmm. time. And this has nothing to do with Johnny, but this is just a, an example of my life. I was recording the other night with Tanya and we were doing an interview with um, Todd purse about the bell, Witch and Jeff, before we started it, I'm very picky about my pens. I'm so neurodivergent and like, I have to have a certain pen when I'm sitting down. Um, I spent maybe 10, 15 minutes looking for my pen before we even look, you know, got the meeting started. We were doing something. I had to get up and go answer the door, or answer the phone. And I come back and my pen was directly on top of my notebook. You know, and John, you know, Tanya's laughing her ass off because she saw me looking like I'm like that pen, you know, it it wasn't there, you know, like, I'm like, hmm. I just had my pen. Where the hell did it go? Well, it took me going up, leaving the room and coming back. And the pen was there. So I don't know. My, I can't figure out like, do they teleport this shit? Is this pen rolling through the house? And I didn't see it. Like, like those are the mundane questions that bother even me. And this stuff happens to me. How did that pen get there? You know, was it like the meatball on top of old Snokey and just rolled through the house? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't have answers for that one. I wish I did. You know, I don't know how it moves. I don't know how the stuff happens. I don't see it actually happen. You know, it just is there. Why so. do you think spirits attach themselves to dolls? You hear it quite often i was just curious if you had a theory as to my as theory to on this because i don't feel that johnny is a human entity and my theory on spirit anyways is you know there's human entities and there are non-human entities and discarnate spirits you could say and those are the things that people like to call demons or whatnot but again i say that assigns religion and all they are is just different they feed on our emotions like it's like being in a sea and they're just what they are. They're like a shark. They are what they are. They're not evil. They're not good. They just are what they are. I think they attach to dolls because dolls are 
something that as humans, especially when they look like babies, we are prone to take care of them. We are prone to tell them our secrets. We are prone to give them emotion and attachment. And they just feed off that. I, you know, that's my theory, whether it's true. I don't know. I guess I'll find out when my time comes, but that's my theory on it. I don't believe the spirits that attach to dolls are human at all. If it is, it's definitely one that's been on the earthly plane for far too long and hasn't passed through for whatever reason, because spirits twist and warp. Um, if you're not connected to the cosmos and the love, you are going to twist and warp. And then you become a poltergeist or more malevolent, especially the douchebags. Like, again, I can't stress enough. If you were an evil piece of shit in life, you're not going to change when you die and you're not going to pass through and be with whatever is beyond the veil. I don't know what's beyond the veil. Nobody does. The spirits will not tell you. It's like they can't, but they'll tell you they won't tell you. You know, like I've asked, of course I've asked. <laughs> but it's the ones that are trapped behind are spirits that are, they won't let go. They're attached to their stuff. They're attached to their, the ones that are attached to the houses are just, the saddest ones in my world, because how can you be so attached to a piece of wood that you can't pass on and be with the rest of spirit and be with the rest of the universe? We are all connected. And some of us, the people that like when Laura and I sync our cards or whatever, that's our spiritual connection. That's our cosmos connection working. And because we interact with each other, it gets stronger. It's like muscles. If I interacted with you guys on a daily basis, I'd be like, hey guys, don't go here or whatever today, because I'd be more connected. You know, I have to pick those threads to connect to them. It's hard. Again, it's, it's so weird, but the spirit, like, again, the, the spirits that attach that are human, those are sad, desperate spirits. And eventually they become poltergeists and just malevolent things because they're missing a whole part of themselves. They're missing a whole what we're supposed to do. This is all learning cycles for us. I, I truly believe that we are here to learn and we take those lessons with us. We're supposed to be learning about love and connectedness. And this whole earth is connected. We have everything we need on this earth, but humanity chose a different path. So now you got this whole little group of us trying to find those roots again, trying to find that connectedness again, because it's there. Humans live for millennia in perfect harmony with the earth until they wanted to go faster and have more piles of shiny rocks. And, you know, I mean, and here we are, you know, so. So true. So true. Great I'm answer. Sure I squirreled terribly there. No, that's, that's, that's why I ask. I'm like, let's no, roll. Let's yeah. go. And I, I can agree with that sentiment. I think, uh, I don't know that humanity itself chose a path. I think, a certain group of people chose a path for us. If right. That makes sense. Oh, no, no, that you know, 100% you're, makes you're sense. right. You're right. There are a lot of more people and it's, it's weird because you're saying a lot of things that I kind of run parallel to what me and Steve were talking about the other night, you know, and um, it's just the world is a different place anymore, you know, cause you talked about how, um, like back in the day, you were kind of hush hush 
about oh, yeah. like your practicing and, and experiences. I was very Catholic, stuff. very Republican. Right. I don't know what I talk about that. I could see your, see your aunt and aunt Nana behind you. Oh no. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now I think, I think a lot of people were like that. And there's, there was a lot of stigma behind all of this. There's a lot of, uh, I think what it probably mostly is, is uncertainty because, and then manipulation, because we all get taught, like, uh, you, if you, if you dabble in this, it's, it's bad, it's Mm -hmm. bad. You know, this is going to condemn you. This is going to bring unwanted attention to you and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like I'm, I'm starting to learn or at least be open to the idea, uh, (laughs) because I, I'm, I'm like Trina where I'm kind of starting to dabble in these. Uh, spirituality type things and runes and and rocks and protective material and uh, I was having a conversation with somebody and I'm like you know I just I'm I'm just kind of letting it draw me to it like if it's something that catches my attention I, I'm I'm accepting the fact that it's catching my attention for a reason I may not yeah. know what that reason is or 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 why but maybe I should pay attention to it maybe I should look into it a little bit maybe I should let it kind of blossom and see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, the observer effect is a very real thing, you know, and I fully believe that in the future, witchcraft will be validated as a form of quantum physics. We are capable of changing our own reality with the power of our minds, but you have to believe it and you have to, and that's the part where, the ritual and the symbolism comes in because in the runes, like the sigils and the tools that you use, because those things help you jump, skip past your rational brain, because we're already trained through church, through whatever, through our childhood, that these right through school. So when you use those rituals and those tools, you're skipping over. It's like a little, hack you're skipping over that rational part of your brain that's going you can't do that that's not real it's like when you stop believing in santa claus you know when you stop when you stop believing in magic because some adult somewhere told you it can't happen yeah right absolutely absolutely and it's it's funny that you word it that way because i totally understand and get like like for you take the cross the cross you know that's a, mm-hmm. a very well established symbol it'll never it's never gonna go away and like i was me and steve were talking about how <clears throat> everybody I, I you know i was throwing it out to him how everybody can it's almost like everybody's living within their own matrix and we don't we 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 bounce off of each other or you know we we connect and disconnect all the time and we're all able to to change it you know, I, I will. It's just, but I really liked how you said, because like the cross, it, it has so much energy focused on that one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, you know, here you are on this path of like wanting to believe magic and you're like, yeah, this isn't, this is bullshit, et cetera, et cetera. But then you have the cross symbol here. And it, like you said, it kind of lets you just go, boop, just it go does. right it's over top of this because you're like, this is, this is my game genie now. You know, this is what I, I believe in the cross. I believe in its protective powers. And and instead of actually believing and doing the homework and the and the research and the understanding, you rely on this piece here. Boom. And then it has power. It has weight because of all the countless 
millions and millions and millions and billions of people who have put their their time, effort, energy, thought, prayer, all of it into this one little thing. Like I believe that has power. It has real power. I'll tell you what, uh, some of the strongest witches I've ever met in my life, like scary strong, like TV movie scary strong, were Christian. And because they already had the power of focus, they already had the power of faith. That was so strong because it was from birth. You know, they just used it in a different way. Christian right. witches or religious witches, literally, they could, they're strong as hell. And that's why, because they've already been trained from birth to believe in this thing. They don't, the rational part doesn't even come into play, you know, because that's their focus. And because I have different leanings, I, like I don't, I'm good at it now because I say all the time, neurodivergent people, we already know how to hyper-focus. We're good, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it's a real thing. And the ritual and the symbolism help you skip over that brain, that little rational brain, yeah. you know, I believe it. hundred percent. I believe that. Spend, I don't even know where I read tons it. Tons of time and money dumbing us down because if everybody was able to manifest their own future, their own reality, the, the consequences would be unfathomable. Yeah. Nobody in power wants us to have any sort of power, Bingo. not personal power, not financial power, not any sort of power. And it's up to us, as I say a lot, snatch your fucking power back. Yeah. It's yours. Well, snatch it back. And that's what witchcraft is about to me. Right. It's not and about dancing. Neither. Again, I'm going back to that lady. She cracked me <laughs> right. up, man. You've been duped by Satan. They dance naked <laughs> under the moon. I'm like, it's always okay. Satan, man. It's always Satan. Yeah. <laughs> always Satan, first of all. And second of all, if I'm dancing naked, there's going to be a pole and unpaid rent involved. Okay. It's not going to have <laughs> anything to fucking do me with Satan. Me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get it. See? <laughs> well, and, and think about think about the power of belief in itself you know for oh for a lot of people that may not understand like when you like tr truly in my in my head this is the way i i can picture it so it's like it's like if if me and steve were going to have a boxing match but he's my friend and we're, essentially we're sparring right mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not gonna go full clip with my one of my best friends it's not it's just not how it is but if I think in my head and I know that Steve is going to come at me full clip, everything he's got, he wants to knock my teeth out. He wants to, he wants to kill me. Then your brain does something different and you right. go, you go full clip. Like the results are so vast in difference when you, when you a hundred percent believe of this outcome versus going, ah, I mean, it's just a training exercise. I mean, it's, it's whatever, right? Like the, the, the differences are extreme. They're very extreme and it's all, it's all in your own head at the end of the day. Belief is one yeah. of the most powerful tools a human has. And they, a lot of people just don't realize it. Self-belief, belief in anything. And this goes to, I say this all the time, Jesus Christ is a tulpa, <laughs> you know? And that's, yeah. I mean, you know, and I it just, it's, Belief can make miracles. Belief has made miracles. You know, miracles happen. 
And usually because of somebody's belief, you know, that's, I mean, I believe in magic and with magic comes hope and optimism and self-esteem because with magic, I'm taking my power back. I'm controlling my world. I can't control anybody else. I can't control Laura. I can't control you guys. I can't even control Johnny the Haunted Doll. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I probably could, but I wouldn't want to go there. It would just cause war. But I, I can control me. I can control my surroundings. I can control what's happening in my life. You know, and the minute you realize that, it's so empowering no matter where you are in life, just knowing that you, you have that power, this power that they've told you your whole life didn't exist, you know, no, you know, it's, it's empowering and it changes. It's a game changer. It's a game changer when you can believe in yourself, in your soul from the tips of your toes to the top of your head. That's a game changer. I love that. I do too. That is and awesome. And you say that I a just, lot. I was I just soaking that in you there do. for a second. Just I know. It's powerful. I do. I say it all the time. I mean, that's <laughs> what it's about. And I want everybody I know to rise. I want everybody I know to snatch their power. I want to see it. I want to see you guys rise. I want to see Laura rise. To me, that's one of the most beautiful things I can see in this world is somebody I know taking their power and rising with it. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's yes. like, that's my jam. That's my kink right there. <laughs> that's awesome. I was just talking to somebody like if so we were, to, we were on the topic of uh, healing, healing ourselves metaphysically, mentally, however, and it just, it just came to light. If, if we were able to unlock that and be able to manifest our own uh, cures and health think of like the financial implications on oh, yeah. on big pharma and just the economy as a whole because like i've said it before we're worth so much more sick than we are healthy and they For i feel like sure. they spend so much time just dumbing that down like oh here just take these pills and you'll be fine get this get this treatment and you'll be fine but in the long run you're still sick you're still sick still sick and you hear you hear stories about people that can and do heal themselves with with the power within them with with mm -hmm. metaphysical power with mental power however you want to put it and it's just weird that this conversation came up after i just had this conversation i feel like you guys say that a lot anytime we talk that was the last time we talked too yeah. <laughs> and i was i was gonna bring that up about uh the everclear lyrics because i just saw that this morning and i was thinking in my brain i'm like i wonder why the lyrics are posted on here and then it just came up that you explained it. And I'm like, man, that was, I didn't even have to ask the question. You know, yeah, I got, I got the answer <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> well, because, you know, it's just something that I do and it's it again. And that's why, like I said, when I look at the cards, I, I always hear a song and it goes anywhere as Lord knows it's, it, it goes anywhere from Broadway to Screamo. You know, I mean, I think I've that's posted awesome. blurbs from Hamilton, Rihanna the other day, uh, Dolly Parton, the Fleetwood Mac one got me because I posted, I did, I did a Fleetwood Mac one. And then two hours later, found out Christina yes. had died. So then I'm like, oh, oh okay, well, now I know why. Because that song didn't really go with the cards, but it would not get out of my head That's all wild. morning. And then it came across my news that she had passed. And I'm like, oh, well, that explains that. All right, cool. Yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> That's weird. That is wild. 
Um, I'm going to steal a page from your guys' book and just ask, ask some questions before we okay. wrap it up here because that was awesome and I like the way that you did that. So um, if you could prove the existence of any cryptid, which one would it be? Oh, Trina, you go. Mm, it's got to be Bigfoot, but I don't want us to actually find them because we're humans and I feel like we'll kill them and destroy them. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So can we have proof well, without actually finding them? Then I'm down with Bigfoot. <laughs> go right. <laughs> I think Mothman. I think there's so much surrounding that whole case and just John Keel and all the other there's so much about that case and everything around it it's just crazy so i'm gonna say mothman it's a good one it's a very very intriguing uh cryptid and the whole the whole nine with that yeah um i didn't plan out these questions i was just thinking them as i went <laughs> uh first childhood crush just Rick because you threw that on us. I know. Who was it? Rick Springfield. Oh, that's it was good. the first concert I went to. Jesse's girl, my dudes. I wanted to be Jesse's girl. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh Kids on the Block. Nice. Joey. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey. I had I had all the posters. My mom made like a puffy paint dress with like Nukids on the Block like written all over it. So <laughs> that's awesome. That that was my jam. It's still my jam. I would still love still to see jam. Them. Yeah. Do you still have the dress? I think my mom does have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Um, if you could have one outcome from uh your your podcast and your content creation, like like what is what is the main outcome you would like from your shows? Wow. You know, I don't think about that. I just do it. I, I didn't start this to be famous or anything like that. I did it in the witchy tips part and the card readings, especially to help people. And mm -hmm. I also wanted to share my theories and just talk like, and plus I really like, like my skeptics. I like talking about the old cases and and I like, and I'm nosy. I'm nosy, nosy, nosy. I like to know what's going on with everybody. So I like the creeps with peeps, but outcome. Yeah. I'd love to just keep going the way we are and we're rising and people seem to like us. And I'm so proud of what we've accomplished mm -hmm. this past year. I'm so proud. It hasn't even it. been a year yet. Hasn't even been a year yet. Right. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of our community. We've got some of the best fucking people in the world. Facebook is a hellscape. And we've got all the good people from this housecape in our group. Yeah. And most of them, there's so many podcasters in our group. It cracks me up. You know, I'm like, this is where we all just hang out and chill. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I joined just after Van Meter and I, it is, there's, they, their meme game is top tier, oh. top tier <laughs> meme game over there. It's because of Rick, but Rick's, Rick's taking a little social media. I've been Hiatus. holding, I've been holding it down. I just don't shit post as often as Rick did, yeah. but I, I find some funny stuff and get it out there. <laughs> I, I, you know, Rick, I do so. creeps with peeps, which is the interview segment. Um, <laughs> but I just love getting the name out of, you know, like we had you guys on the show. Like I hope people followed you. Like we're getting authors and 
again, creators and makers and anything in between. Like, I just love getting spreading the word out for these amazing people, like just like Trina said, because they're so helping talented. them rise, helping yes. the pod community rise, helping our maker and creator friends rise, yes. the vendors, Absolutely. you know, like all of it. The our the whole podcasting paranormal community, man, it's filled with such amazing flipping people. Right. Like, and just being able to help our friends and Okay, no offense, but also this is something I like about us is the podcasting world is dominated by men with beards and hats, guys. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love the both of you. But it is. It is. And we're here to bring a little bit of girl power. You know, show that, that, you know, we can talk about the same stuff. You know, we we're just as cool. I don't have a beard or a hat, but I'm pretty cool. (laughs) You you can get a beard, Trina. I can get a beard. You can borrow my hat if you want. And and so, you know, that that's been a part of it, too, was, you know, a little bit of girl power thrown out there, you know, and we're at, you know, like I said, sometimes. I don't know. I just like what we're doing with that that part of it yeah i, yeah, I think that, i yeah. dig it i think when it comes to like what you said I, I think anybody with the the mental capacity just to have a good conversation is more than welcome to the table mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i think that is what drives our community is conversation i know a lot of people don't quite see that yet because there's still a lot of walls in between spiritual and cryptid and mm. et and, and metaphysical and there, there, there's so right. many people get so way too walls. caught up in labels right but like like yes i fucking hate labels so much <laughs> mm-hmm. so much but like when we were on your guys's show uh how we could just sit here and talk about uh some of in some of the things that i was going through i had questions right. for you because you you know more in this field like they're so it's super awesome to be able to sit here and not only validate some of my suspicions, but also learn. And right. I think that's uh, that that was fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's I, was, I was thinking that when we when just just now when we were interviewing and she was she was explaining things. I'm like, man, I'm just like soaking all yeah. this. In. It's like I'm not even on the other end of the microphone. I'm just listening <laughs> and just taking it in. Yeah, yeah. It's just. And like, if that, you know, like in response to Steve's question, you know, like the one thing that I would want for me and Steve, and it doesn't, it does not fucking matter about anybody else and what they think, but I would love for me and him to go out together and see something fucked up. Yeah. To, that where, to where both of us, because I yeah, know we gotta I, I'll be Laura's the third wheel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I know, I know how me and Steve think. And I know it's all like you can, I swear, I will swear on everything. When it's me and him, one of us, it doesn't, it, it's flip, it always flip flops. One of us is Mulder, one of us is Scully <laughs> almost every single time. Like if I'm, if I'm 100% double down on this is what it is, Steve without fail will be like, no, you know, it's probably this. And I'm like, no, doubt that <laughs> motherfucker. Like <laughs> this is what it is. And then it can, it can seriously flop where Steve will be 100% sold. And I'm like, ah, man, I'm. I don't know, dude. I don't yeah, know. One of us is know. always the anchor. One of us is yes, always every the, the cable time. keeping us to the ground. That's yeah, great. I wanna I wanna have that time without fail where both of us have no fucking choice <laughs> to go. Dude, I to believe it. Yeah, like this is it. Like mm-hmm. Kyle, I can't I can't 
I can't come up with anything right to counter it you know and steve's like what the fuck i don't know I don't there it know. is, there it is. <laughs> that's what i want that's what i want more than anything i want that so, for you guys too let us know when just, me too. i mean i it, i it's i think the day will come i really it'll do. happen and we're probably going to regret it when it does. Oh, yeah. Probably. You'll regret the fuck probably. out of it. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I, mean, I was just going to say, Kyle, I told yeah. you. Yeah. I'll try to live stream it to the YouTube. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. We, we are not very intelligent beings. <laughs> that is Steve and I, to say the least. We are not. We are notorious for pushing envelopes we should not push. Because I just we're got, gonna, we're gonna figure I, it out. I literally just got uh, a message the other day. Where somebody was like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, uh, I don't think it's the, I don't think you guys are dealing with an attachment, but I 100% have the vibes that you have 100% welcomed all of this shit. It's oh, the, it's the, he's like, you, you're rattling, you rattled some entity's cage, you made it not happy. You keep failing to tell me all this. Stuff. I, well, I <laughs> learn on the fly, man. That's nothing. And, be uh, <laughs> like it it is like i'll have to get with you because there is some pretty interesting information in there that this person has sent me but uh well it, 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 it's rattling cages well it, it also every it, it regards our old friend egress so there's that too but uh wonderful yeah it's just he was like you rattled some cages and i he must have went through her backlog because he's like yeah and in, in the earlier episodes you guys did say uh you welcome all the spirit smoke and all that shit. he's like so you, you kind of did it to yourselves i'm like well not wrong. i don't even have a welcome mat all right i take that shit <laughs> serious <laughs> that's so crazy that you say that because i uh my sister-in-law was just telling me about that how like they say welcome mats and stuff are fucking no-nos have you ever heard about the fae yeah yes. no. yeah yeah <laughs> nothing has permission to enter my house yeah. until i say come in yeah, Sorry, I, never, I learned that one the hard way. I never mm -hmm. thought of that. I never thought of that. How that's a standing a, invitation. Yes, a welcome mat is literally a standing invitation. <laughs> that is, yeah. I never. That thought is of like that. an open break in your boundaries. No, yep. thank you. Yeah, I just, I just heard about that, and we actually, I posted it on Instagram, but and Steve might have posted it on Facebook, but possible photographs of Faye standing in a circle in a yard. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Pretty fucking. Oh, I did picture. see it. Pretty I'm pretty sure picture. I did because I see pretty much everything you guys post because yeah. I interact. So you guys come up real fast, you know. Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely a weird picture. Definitely I know. I'm picture. I'm doing a Faye episode on skeptics. I know Cole's been he ordered new books. He said he's been heavy duty researching. So we're I I just did like I said, I just did one where I did Jeff and the Bell Witch, where which I think were both Faye entities. So that's my next skeptics that should be coming out. Nice. And, um I tied together Jeff and the Bell Witch as Fey entities. So. Oh, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. And see, I went to the Bell Witch Cave and nothing. Yeah, because it was nothing. a trickster entity. It's not bound to the land. It was bound to the family. Trickster entities move around. They they're not bound to nothing. Fey aren't bound by nothing but their own rules. Hmm. You know, and I believe okay. that the Bell Witch and Jeff were both two sides of the same coin. The Bell Witch was a lot darker. But again, Laura, please listen to my episode because I tie it all together. <laughs> also, Laura, has anybody else in your family currently, say of your your age or down or younger, 
Have there been anybody that has paranormal experiences? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have cousins that have seen um, spirits and UFOs. You have any it's brothers or sisters? I have a half sister, but no, she hasn't seen anything. Yeah. It makes, I only ask because you said your, what was it? Your grandpa was a, mm-hmm. what was he again? A, a medicine like man a witch, or yeah, witch, a witch doctor. doctor? You would have yeah. been like a brujo, huh? Was, was he in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I only Catholic? ask because mm-hmm. I oh, wondered yeah. if somebody, shit, then. somebody yeah. tried protecting you. Like if you have, and that's what, yeah, I think that's what Trina said, right? Yeah. Or someone you either put that. up blocks, or maybe your grandpa put up blocks. That's, but that's I, what I'm I personally at. think your mom scared the crap out of you with the spirit stories, and when the first time you saw something or thought you saw something, your brain went should boom, nope. and nope. once you put up that sort of block, you have to really work to break it down because that is a lifelong protection. And if your grandfather helped you out. That's <laughs> strong yeah. accent, you know. <laughs> like, sorry, Catholic, you Catholic witch. Oh shit, no. <laughs> like, I, I'm we'll telling see if you, something happens hey. at Waverly when we go. There you go. Oh, awesome! You guys are going. Yeah, I think we're doing a big podcast group, like trying to get some. You know, we're trying to, to get with like us. a group of people. Tanya wants to do like an expedition thing. I think, I think in May. Oh, in May, I'm gonna try to be there, but. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know. Like I can't, I can't make plans that far in advance. I just (laughs) can't. Do I want to go? Yes. Do I want to do it? Yes. I've been working my butt off making protections for all my team members to carry. And, you know, I made everybody little witch bottles and I mean, (laughs) that's so we're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, am i gonna go i don't know <laughs> we, we are talking we got some some talks in the works about going out to some places maybe uh valiska oh and uh edinburgh manor in iowa so hopefully we can get that ball rolling but waverly is definitely on the itinerary eventually. yeah waverly would be cool as heck i've heard from more than one person if you want to see something that's the place to go right yeah. There's a lot of death and sadness in that building. Right. Uh, See, and that's my problem with the ghost hunting things. Like, it's hard for me. And most of that in there is just echoes. Because so much bad shit happened there that it's just Mm -hmm. permanently imprinted in those walls. So much pain, so much agony. That emotion is like radiation, man. It sears and it doesn't go away. And... Those are hard for me. Those are hard. That's why I stopped doing the investigations years ago. Cause I'm like, man, this is killing me, man. But I didn't know a lot about blocking back then either. So like, you know, there's, I was young and dumb and I did a lot of dumb shit back then, but. Sounds like us now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still do dumb shit, but I protect my brain and I protect my soul. You know, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm protecting what I have. Um, but Waverly, I really still want to go do. Um, I am planning or trying to, I I told Laura about this the other day with Jackie Moran from the ghostly gumshoe. She's coming down here on a work assignment for a couple of months. So we're kind of throwing the ball around about going to Dame's caves and getting some EVPs there or going down to Mayaka and going, checking out some of the sites where the skunk ape was sighted. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I told Tanya, Tanya, I'm sorry. Laura's like, make sure you video. I'm like, oh, I'm getting content out of this. (laughs) Right. Awesome. (laughs) 
All right. Well, um, we'll probably wrap it up there. If you all want to go ahead and plug your shows, let everybody know where they can find you, what days you release, um, all that good information. We'll also pop it in the uh, show notes whenever we release the episode. So awesome. awesome. Tanya releases on Sundays and Wednesday nights and uh, we can be found on all the socials. I think we're under spooks creeps pod on all the handles and you should join our Facebook group because that's where we are most active. And you can see me and Trina's ephemeracles every we Monday interact with Friday. everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, what events do we have coming up? We have Frogman Fest coming up. Um, that is March 4th in Ohio. And then we have... Um, the small town monsters monster fest we will be at on june 3rd and that's also in ohio so come uh, say hi and meet us awesome awesome so you have your uh, homework there hollow cult go check out spooks and creeps pods and show them some of the love that you all show us so that'll wrap it up for today thank you laura and trina so much for coming and hanging out and just learning us in the metaphysical world <laughs> thanks for listening I, to me squirrel around <laughs> i had a blast i had a blast it was so, it was a great time guys thank you so much yeah we gotta do this again for sure. back and forth on each other's shows oh, yeah. right, just shooting Definitely. the shit we don't even need titles it's just hey we're talking to the house guy guys again <laughs> <laughs> absolutely just, bu- just build the community just build the community there we go the community is a great place it really is on that note, check us out next Monday. Hollow Cult, stay safe, stay weird, and check out our friends at Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilry. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park